reduce wrinkles. I'd like more of that, please. It's one of the main reasons that I love to stand in front of my red light every morning. Welcome to the High Performance Health Podcast with your host, Angela Foster. The show where we talk about everything you need to break through limits and achieve a high performance mind, body and lifestyle. In this week's episode of Bite Size Biohacks, I'm going to be talking to you all about the healing effects of light. Now, you can get light easily, naturally, freely from the sun. You can also use things like red light therapy devices. But what you really need to understand is that light is bioactive in humans. And that's what I'm going to be explaining all about in today's podcast episode. And specifically how you can use different spectrums of light to really upgrade your health, your performance and your longevity. So in this particular podcast, I'm going to be talking about red near-infrared light more than anything else. And that's because this has really far-reaching effects for the health of your mitochondria, which are the energy powerhouses of your, of your cells. Now, while it comes as a surprise to many people, light is actually one of the single best biohacks that you can use to heal your body, improve your body composition, and upgrade your performance. And it's the F in my shift protocol for health optimization and higher performance. The F actually comprises fuel, and I break that fuel into Flow. If you remember the acronym FLOW, that will tell you how you can best fuel your body. And FLOW essentially means food, light, oxygen, and water. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the light element of FLOW. So red and near-infrared light therapy have been scientifically proven to have powerful anti-aging effects on your skin, to help with depression and anxiety, to increase fat loss and improve strength and endurance gains, to speed up recovery from exercise, to fight hair loss, speed healing from injury, and also combat certain autoimmune conditions. So light therapy is kind of almost like a wonder drug, really, but without the negative side effects if used correctly. Now, when used in the right way, light can literally be compared to a miracle drug. And what's important to understand is that humans need light to be healthy. Most people are not used to thinking about light in terms of their health. They simply turn on the lights when it's dark, and they turn them off when they want to go to sleep. But there are many forms of light that are actually bioactive in humans. Bioactive means that they affect the functioning of human cells. And there are five types of light that are bioactive in humans. The first is blue light. Blue light is part of the visible light spectrum. So natural forms of blue light from the sun can help to regulate circadian rhythm in our brain through something known as the superchiasmatic nucleus or the SCN. And the SCN is also involved in regulating different neurotransmitters and hormones. But all too often, we are receiving blue light from artificial lights, things like LED, LEDs, which can damage the eye and cause macular degeneration. The second form of light that's bioactive in humans is red light. And red light increases cellular energy, including by stimulating ATP production in the mitochondria in our cells. Now, the mitochondria are like the little energy powerhouses of our cells. So they're really, really important for our health and energy levels. The third form of light I want to mention is near-infrared light. Near-infrared light acts on the same pathways as red light and also stimulates the production of ATP in the mitochondria. And then fourthly, we have far-infrared light. And this is the energy of heat that you feel from the sun or if you go in something like an infrared sauna. Now, far-infrared light has been shown to improve circulation and stimulate changes in cell function. And this is the form of light therapy that's used in weigh-on therapy. Now, finally, we have UV light, and UV light is the light that allows us to synthesize vitamin D from the sun. To do this properly, 
we need to expose our skin to the sun's rays. Outside of peak sun hours to avoid or minimise the risk of things like skin cancer, but for around 20 minutes daily. And UV light is obviously best consumed in moderation. Overexposure can actually break down collagen in the skin, cause aging and potentially cause skin cancer. But in modern days, humans have become deficient in these five wavelengths of bioactive light. Vitamin D deficiency is super common across the globe. And we're having increasing overexposure to artificial forms of blue light in our homes and offices and from use of things like electronic devices. Now, to be truly healthy, we need to get the right doses of each of these five types of lights. Our ancestors didn't really need to worry about this as they were largely living outdoors. But since we've moved to indoor living um, with artificial lighting and limited sun exposure, we've developed deficiencies and toxicities that are actually having a huge impact on our health and well-being. And improper light exposure and insufficiency of the right types of light have been linked to a number of different diseases, including different types of cancer, obesity, neurodegenerative diseases and heart disease. And many people are deficient in sunlight. In a Swedish study that spanned 20 years and observed almost 30,000 women, it was found that women with the lowest sun exposure had twice the risk of death compared to women with the most sun exposure. Getting the wrong type of light at the wrong times of day can also disrupt circadian alignment and increase your risk of certain diseases such as insomnia, mood disorders, obesity and even cancer. And as I've already mentioned, ancestrally, we used to be exposed to a lot more light and different wavelengths of light. For example, we would have spent hours working outside each day under the sun and our evenings would have been spent warming ourselves around a fire. Both the sun and fire light emit red and near infrared light. And infrared light is the invisible part of the sun spectrum. It's necessary for all living things. Far infrared is able to penetrate human tissue and literally heats up the body from the inside out. And in doing so, it can provide a deep detoxifying sweat. And that's what you'll find when you're using something like an infrared sauna, which I'll talk about on a future podcast. But today I really want to focus specifically on red and near infrared light because they have positive effects on our hormonal health and our cellular health. Now, while red light can be seen and has a warming effect, near infrared light is actually invisible to the naked eye and is without any kind of extreme heat. Most wavelengths of light, for example, UV light, blue and green light, have a limited capacity to penetrate into the body and stay in the layers of the skin. However, both near-infrared light and red light are able to penetrate deep into the human body, in some cases up to two inches. And this form of light therapy can directly penetrate into our cells, tissues, blood, nerve, bones, and into the eyes and the brain. And they have incredible healing effects, which can help to moderate inflammation, relieve pain, enhance mitochondrial health and energy production, and also help our cells to regenerate faster. And there are multiple mechanisms through which red and near-infrared light cause these effects. And this relates to the science of what's known as photobiomodulation. Photobiomodulation is the changing of our biology with light, and it has very diverse applications from improving wellness, enhancing sports performance, cosmetic applications, and therapeutic treatment. And the science also shows the systemic effects of photobiomodulation, which means that applying red and near-infrared light to one area of the body can make improvements in a condition in another part of the body that was not exposed to that light. And there are two mechanisms of how red light and near-infrared light therapy work. The first is mitochondrial energy production, and they stimulate mitochondrial energy production. Mitochondria, as I've said, are the little energy powerhouses of our cells, and the red and near-infrared wavelengths of light are able to penetrate into our cells and activate the mitochondria. 
and this directly increases energy production in the cells, including greater protein synthesis, oxygen consumption, and ATP production. And our body is constantly producing and using huge amounts of ATP for our cells to function. Now, our cells use ATP for breathing, for our heart beating, digesting our food, and literally anything that we physically do. Our brains, hearts, and liver are all very rich in mitochondria. And you can think of mitochondria as the batteries in our cells. Our mitochondria need an enzyme called cytochrome C oxidase to bind with oxygen to produce that ATP, which is the currency of life. Now, cytochrome C oxidase is one of our light-absorbing compounds. So just like plants, humans also have light-absorbing compounds, which absorb certain wavelengths of light and translate that light into various effects in the body. So exposing our bodies to red and near-infrared light activates this important enzyme. And red and near-infrared light can also increase energy production by increasing the number and the size of mitochondria. When mitochondria are stimulated, it enables the cell to produce more energy. And when cells have more energy, we can do everything better. So it upgrades our performance and our energy and our health. So they really help with more energy, better muscular performance, enhanced focus, better protein production and enhanced collagen production, which in turn can affect your skin health and faster healing and also reduce wrinkles. So through increased collagen activation, the effects of red and infrared light therapy have also been very positive in anti-aging effects on the skin. The second mechanism I want to talk about is hormesis. And this is the mechanism through which red light and near infrared light work um, by providing a small low dose of stress, which stimulates adaptations that actually improve health. Exercise is a form of hormesis that you'll be familiar with. Exercise creates metabolic stress and increases reactive oxygen species, which are free radicals in the short term. But in response to that stress, the body adapts and becomes stronger with things like stronger muscles and improved cardiovascular efficiency. Now, similarly, with exposure to red and near-infrared light therapy, there is a transient increase in free radicals, which activates many of the cell defense systems, similar to the way that exercise does. But red and near-infrared light therapy, through those effects of hormesis, help the body to regulate its antioxidants and anti-inflammatory systems and also increases the strength and size of our mitochondria. Red and near-infrared light therapy is definitely a biohack that can be used to help stimulate your body to make lasting adaptations at a cellular level that can help to make you more resilient against stress and also improve your ability to create energy. In essence, red and near-infrared light therapy help mitochondria produce more energy, decrease inflammation, and help build the cell defense systems to increase resilience. And red light also works on the body's lymphatic system and helps to improve your body's detoxification abilities by increasing blood flow. Studies also show that red light heals age-related macular degeneration in the eyes. And it's also used to treat osteoarthritis, hypothyroidism, fibromyalgia, and cognitive impairment after a brain injury. And as I mentioned earlier, red light therapy is also very powerful for the skin. It awakens the fibroblasts in the cells, enhances collagen and elastin production, and improves blood flow and nutrient delivery to the cells. Red light therapy has also been shown to reduce cellulite, which I know many people complain of. So for this reason, red and near-infrared light are working wonders in the anti-aging communities and dermatologists and plastic surgeons are capitalizing on the incredible benefits of red light for anti-aging. It's also a very safe and welcome alternative to more invasive procedures like Botox injections and surgeries to rejuvenate the skin. 
And this is because red light powerfully stimulates both collagen and elastin production. And it's been shown to eradicate lines and wrinkles, as well as the appearance of scars, acne, cellulite, surface, varicose veins, and repair DNA damage from UV light. And there was a review by Harvard professor Michael Hamblin that found that red and near-infrared light therapy can lessen the signs of damage to the skin, including DNA damage and damage from UV light, reduce wrinkles, enhance both collagen synthesis and collagen density. I'd like more of that, please. Um, and in fact, research has shown it can enhance production of collagen by 31%. So it's one of the main reasons that I love to stand in front of my red light every morning. You can see actually one of my red light here uh, therapy devices in my office if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, so I have one in here that I use in the office, particularly in the evenings if I'm working late to offset the blue light. I'll also stand in front of it or read in front of it. It's right by my bookshelf. Um, and then I have another one in my bedroom. Now, this, this um, collagen synthesis is really important because it's the loss in collagen that is in part responsible for saggy skin that can come with aging around the neck and jowls. And it can accelerate repair in the epithelial layer of the skin and also combat other skin conditions like acne, hyperpigmentation, keloid scarring, vitiligo, and psoriasis. And it's been shown to speed up the healing of wounds by enhancing skin tissue repair and growth of new skin cells. So to benefit from the effects of red and near-infrared light, getting outside in the sun can be very helpful. However, what you want to be careful of is the UV light because that can cause some damage. Now about 34% of the overall solar spectrum is in the red to near-infrared therapeutic range. So definitely the sun is a free resource. The best time to go outside to get that red and near-infrared light is actually at sunrise and sunset. Um, and that's when you will have less UV exposure because the UV is being blocked and scattered by the atmosphere at those times. So sunrise and sunset, good time to go and get your daily dose of near-infrared and red light. Um, there's one study that basically recommends if your shadow is taller than you are, then you're getting the ideal of sun exposure to red and near-infrared and safely avoiding UV light. Red light panels, uh, like the one I have, or a couple that I have, offer a really convenient alternative to allow us to supplement some of the benefits of sunlight in the privacy of our own homes and offices. And I find them particularly useful during the winter months. Um, and higher powered lasers and LEDs held in skin contact may offer better penetration than sunlight for hard to reach areas, which you're probably not gonna go stand outside naked uh, in the sun <laughs> before you get picked up anyway by someone, uh, police or something. But if you really want to benefit from the, uh, the effects of red light therapy, then I would recommend investing in an at-home red light therapy device. It's a lot more cost-effective for you to invest in your own device than it is to go to a clinic and use it. And also, you want to be doing this really at least sort of four to five times a week to really get the benefits. And the one that I use is by a company called Red Light Rising. You can actually go and listen to a full interview that I did with their founder and co-founder sorry, and CEO, James Strong, on my podcast, and that's episode 32. And I stand in front of my light every morning. The distance that you stand and the time you stand for depends on what you're treating. And again, James goes into all of that and the distances and the wavelengths and how long you should be spending in front of the light on that podcast, podcast episode. So go and check that one out. It's episode 32. Um, James also shared an exclusive discount for listeners of this podcast with coupon code Angela. So if you want to go and check out their lights, go to this special link, angelafoster.me forward slash red light and enter coupon code Angela at checkout to bag yourself 10% off. That's angelafoster.me forward slash red light and enter coupon code Angela at checkout to get 10% off. 
But for more details on really how to optimally use red light therapy and the wavelengths and the distances and the time that you need and really what the biphasic dose is really explained in detail, then I definitely recommend you go and listen to episode 32 with James Strong. That's it for this week's Bite Size Biohacks and I'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening. Remember to review and subscribe. You can grab the show notes, the resources and highlights of everything Angela mentioned over at AngelaFosterPerformance.com. You can also snatch up plenty of other goodies, including the highly helpful Angela Recommends page, which is a list of everything she personally recommends to optimize your mind, body and lifestyle.